So I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, I'm going to skip the intro here, and I want to apologize for those of you that were awaiting uh, the new release of the Dan Roman podcast. For some reason, my original down, my original recording was corrupted. So here we are on Friday, and I'm re-recording. In any event, part five of the home buying process is getting the right real estate agent. Um, or really how to find the right real estate agent. I mean, we sometimes just have this blind faith that this individual is a real estate agent, but we really don't know their history. We don't know the level of experience. We don't know how many homes they've sold. Um, and I've mentioned in previous recordings, I've mentioned on my blog, even on social media, the importance of having someone really experienced. Um, if you're if you're taking your car to a repair shop, you want to ensure that this individual or this team knows what they're doing. And how do you know what they're doing? Through experience. And real estate is no different. I mean, I always use this example when I'm talking to people casually, and I'll use this example with you because I want to have a casual conversation with you about the importance of having the right real estate agent. If you gave someone $300,000 that never had that amount of money before, that doesn't have any experience or knowledge on how to handle that amount of money and said, grow this for me, manage it for me, would you do that? No, you wouldn't. So it's the same thing with a sale or purchase of a real estate property. Imagine this real estate property you're selling or buying is $300,000. Would you trust this asset to someone that has never sold real estate before? Would you trust this transaction with someone that doesn't have years of experience under their belt to walk you through the process, to have your best interest at heart, to know how contracts should be worked out? It's no different from trusting a mechanic with experience and trusting someone to sell or buy a property. It's the same concept. You don't want to trust Uncle Joe, who just got his real estate license last month to help you sell or buy a property. You want someone that's strong, experienced, someone that knows what they're doing, someone that that has sold on either side, selling or buying hundreds of properties per year. You know, 60 to 100 properties a year, over 100 properties a year, phenomenal. But you want you want someone that's strong, someone that's operating on you know pedal to the metal at all times. I'm not against I'm not against new real estate agents. They have to learn somehow to become experienced. And if you are a fairly new real estate agent, or if you're not fairly new but you think that you are not as experienced, then this message is directly to all my agents out there that are listening. Partner up with experienced realtors in your market. Sharpen your tools. So that you can become better. Sit with them while they're on the phone. Sit with them while they're on the computer looking at contracts and paperwork. Be with them for, you know, three weekends a month. Four weekends a month. Be with them for some time. Learn the game. Learn the ins and outs of the game from someone that has experience. My realtor has been in the industry since, uh, I don't know, 30 plus years now? Over 40 years now? And that's what I mean by experience. She's worked thousands of deals. She has sold, she has been a representing agent in over, I think it's over $3 billion worth of properties. 
Now, we get better from exposure, right? So you new agents out there with limited experience or if you, you're you know you fresh into the game, it's okay. You can sharpen your skills. Just remember that you want to partner up with somebody in your area that is pushing major weight, that is holding major contracts, that has a network, has a team, and can get you through the, the buying or selling process quickly, easily, and efficiently. Um... You know, it, because this this COVID thing really changed the, the the real estate game. This COVID thing, I mean, talk about something impacting the entire world in some way, right? Like new home constructions were not happening because there was a shortage of materials, because factories were being shut down, uh, cheap money with low interest rates, people working from home, so they want more space, they want bigger yards, people leaving other parts of the country because of their local politics, like New York and California saw a major wave of people moving out. And, you know, I live in Connecticut, we saw a bunch of people from New York State, New York City moving into Connecticut to relocate because they just did not like how New York handled the COVID-19 situation. People working from home, so they want more space. They want an office space. People being home all the time. Kids are in, you know, homeschooling. They want backyards. There's many reasons that drove the the real estate game in, you know, last year and even still this year. That's driving the need for homes. So having a an experienced real estate agent to walk you through that craziness with a strong track record. I highly recommend it. So the question is, all right, Dan, how do I find a quality real estate agent? I mean, the last thing you want to do is really talk to someone that um, you know to ask them their agent, simply because most of us don't know how to pick an agent. Most of us are just going to Google real estate agent or even a broker like a Century 21 or William Ravis, right, and then deal with whomever they got. And that's not a terrible approach because the big names have big marketing dollars. They have the market share. They move houses very quickly. That's not a bad idea. But sometimes you may be lined up with an agent that doesn't have the level of experience that you need. So I developed a list of things that my wife and I, who recently closed on a property on, on March of, of uh, 2021, so this year, we closed on our first real estate property. Um, it's our primary residence, and, and we're going to be working towards other real estate transactions in, in the near future for um, for invest, investment purposes. So some of the things that we felt were important to both my wife and I, um, I have a few bullet points here. Uh, if I were to count, I have about 15 of them. Um, first and foremost is experience. How long has this individual been in the game? Secondly, wisdom. Can they provide wisdom? Can they display their experience through wise conversations. Guidance is number three. Can this person treat my wife and I as if we were their own children and guide them properly? Number four, does this realtor understand resale value later? Meaning I am not, my wife and I, we're not going to be in this home until the day we die. Unless something tragic happens. But we are not going to live in, our, in this very home that we have in our 70s and 80s. The reason why I say that is because statistically speaking, you never live in the first how you first home you buy forever. There is no such thing as a forever home. There's no such thing as a dream home. Because life 
has a way of bringing shit to you that changes your picture. You might have to relocate. You might have to downsize. You might have to get a bigger home, right? Some shit may happen locally that you may have to move out. So a realtor that understands resale value is extremely important. And can the real estate agent intellectually speak to this? Number five, can your agent answer all of your questions? Because if anyone can answer all of my questions, then they've earned the position because I am inquisitive. I ask a lot of questions because I just understand things. And I want to make sure that they're on the same page as I am when it comes to the philosophy. To the philosophy. So for this transaction that my wife and I just did with our home, the purchase of it, I was very specific on the, you know, what our bid was going to be, when the closing date needed to be. Um, I was very hands-on with the home inspection. I was very hands-on with a lot of the things um, along, along the process because uh, this is, you know, a fairly large purchase, right? This isn't just a cup of coffee. This is several hundred thousand dollars worth that at some point will be paid off, and that's a lot of money. Number six is how does my wife feel about her? How do I feel about her? You know, we, my wife and I have a conversation about how we feel about this individual. And if we get a feeling, then we just move on. Number seven, does the agent have a sense of urgency? Like when we call, does she pick up? How long does it take the agent to respond to our emails or phone calls or even text messages? Are they on the ball? Number eight, does she have our best interest at heart? Or is she or he simply just chasing a commission? And you can tell the agents that are chasing a commission because they'll try to sell you anything. And then you can tell, like our agent did, if they have your best interest at heart. Because after your, uh, for, you know, your first few showings, unless you find the one, your agent, after the first showing or two, if, if he or she's really good, they're able to tell what you're looking for. So they only present to you what you're looking for. However, an agent that's just after the sale, they're going to show you every single property in the towns you want to live in. And I don't know about you, but I don't have time to visit 30 properties. The purchase of our home for my wife and I, this was the second house we saw. And this was the second on our list um, simply because of the layout in the backyard. So the first home we saw had a better backyard and that that's something that I you know, we wanted or we thought we wanted, but then we really took after we saw the second house, we really thought to ourselves like are we ever in our backyard right now? And we're not. And if that ever changes, well, currently we have plenty of front and side yard. We don't have much of a backyard, and you know what? I'm perfectly fine with that. Number nine on our list that was important is attention to details. Can this person pay attention to details? Are their I's dotted? Are their T's crossed? As they say, are they aware of everything that needs to be addressed and does it get addressed? Like attention to detail is super important because you do not want to trust your $300,000 or however, whatever the price of your home is to someone that just does not have attention to detail. Number 10, how many homes has the agent sold before COVID? And I say before COVID is because the the COVID market, as I explained earlier, went crazy. 
So before COVID, how many homes has this person sold? And, you know, no offense to Uncle Joe, uh, who can sell a home, but does he actually know what he's doing? You see, people are going crazy because of COVID. They're waiving inspections. They're putting more money uh, up on the table over asking price. They're paying the difference between appraisal value and uh, what the home is selling for because they want to buy the house. Things are going crazy. 11. A strong agent has a network, has a team, great photographers, great videographers, professionals to, you know, push contracts, to email. Does this person have a team or is it a one-stop shop? I'm not against one-stop shop, but having a team is important because you have other people in support of you and the purchase or sale of your property. You have other people that are have a vested interest in doing their job on your behalf, so Nothing against you agents that do it all. I commend you. It's a lot of work, but that was important to us. Number 12 was professionalism. I mean, at the end of the day, do I want someone that's going to talk my language or do I want someone that's professional? I don't care who you are, where you're from. Be professional at everything you do. Um, and we're thankful that our agent was, was professional. Number 13 is do we have an alignment in values? Does she understand? Does he understand what's important to us? Therefore, the agent is going only to present us properties that meets that criteria. And do we align in thinking? Number 14, can my agent think for me and my wife without having to call us because she or he understands what we're looking for, what we're willing to do, what, how far over asking we're willing to go? You see, these are questions that are a really this is, these are questions that an amazing real estate agent gets the answers to within the first meeting. Number 15, does the agent have a, have a good filter to not waste your time or not waste their time? And I hinted at this earlier, but does the agent know what you're looking for, why you're looking for it, and what matters to you? If you want a big kitchen, but they keep showing you houses with small kitchens, that's an indicator that this person does not have a good filter. They're not aware of what you're looking for. If you don't want a basement, but they keep showing you homes with basements, you know, if you want a garage, but some of the houses are mixed, some do, some don't. If you don't care to have a pool, but some of the homes have pools, like these are things that matter. And it's important for you as the, as you know, if you're buying a property, that you make a clear list of what it is that you're looking for. And I'll cover that in a different, in a different podcast. And another one that honestly it came up to me now as I'm thinking of our process, our agent, is honesty. Is the agent honest? I value honesty. See, because any agent will sell you any home just to get the commission, close the deal, and go on to the next one. But I remember when we first were looking at homes and we sent our agent a list of homes that we wanted to see, she ruled a few out and she told us why. I remember vaguely, but um, a couple of them were on noisy roads. So like the highway was like right behind, you know, like right behind the property. So you hear all the traffic noise. And there was three properties that we sent that we sent to our agent to um, go view. And she was like, those have poor resale values later. And she gave us reasons as to why the resale value later, like the ability to sell later was either going to be hard or just not worth the investment today because we weren't going to get the appreciation and value. 
These are honest conversations that your agent should be having with you. And it's important that you know what you're looking for so that you know if the person meets the job. Now, I know point in time that I want someone that was nice and sweet and had a good sense of humor because we're not building a friendship or building a business relationship. And while some of that is nice to have while you're waiting for contracts to be signed or, you know, you're meeting for a cup of coffee to go over the deal or whatever the case may be, it's not what should be met. It's not something that is required. Like the things I listed before, before that are the most important because that's going to get the job done for you. Honestly. So if you visit um, my website, danromansolutions.com, and you visit um, you visit my blog, and part five of the blog, I, I'm introducing you to um, our real estate agent who is licensed in Florida as well as in Connecticut. Her name is Gina Becker. Um, she's been in the game for a really long time. Um, there's a link there that's going to take you directly to her website so you can see what she's about. So you can see all the properties she sold, so you can see her network and her team, so you can learn more about her and what she values. Um, and if you are in Florida or in Connecticut and you are looking to buy or sell, um, I don't recommend anyone other than Gina Becker. She hits all of, all of our expectations, mostly mine, because I expect a lot from people that I, I connect myself with, and she's an amazing agent. So if you are looking to buy or sell and you are in the Florida or Connecticut uh, area, please be sure to check out Gina Becker. My website, danromansolutions.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page, hit blog, and part five of the home buying process, you're going to see a link that says Meet Gina, real estate agent. And that's a great way for you to get connected with her. For all the rest of you who are in different parts of the country or you want to see who else is out there, there's a great resource that you can tap into um, to find honestly amazing real estate agents, agents that know the industry, agents that move a lot of houses per year. They know what it takes. They understand the market. They can read the temperature. So endorsed local providers, also known as ELPs, um, if you visit RamseySolutions.com, um, some of you may know who Dave Ramsey is. Dave Ramsey is actually my mentor. He trained me to be a financial coach, but through his website, um, you are going to find a link for an ELP, an endorsed local provider, and you can get an ELP for real estate. And a list of people will drop down from your area that meet very specific, high, high standards for Dave Ramsey and his team. And I can promise you that anyone on that list is going to be a trusted resource for you in your sale or purchase of a home. Gina Becker, our agent, is actually an ELP from Connecticut. So double win there because she met our expectations and she was an ELP. And I do want to say that um, Dave Ramsey and Ramsey Solutions is no way affiliated with myself, Dan Roman, or my company, Roman Solutions. Um, however, besides the fact that Ramsey Solutions uh, gave me my certification in financial coaching. But besides that, if you are looking for an ELP, an endorsed local provider in the real estate industry, another great resource is visiting RamseySolutions.com. Uh, hitting the button that says ELP and then putting in your information and you'll get a, a list of names of real estate agents in your area.
Why are we not taking personal finances personal? Okay. Episode is over. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on wherever it is you listen to the Dan Roman Podcast. That would mean so much to me. As a reminder, this podcast is no way a distribution of tax, legal, or investment advice. The Dan Roman Podcast is for general education purposes only. Any and all information I provide is strictly for that reason. I have and will continue to provide an educated opinion. Also, I have not evaluated your financial snapshot, portfolio, or risk assessment.